that's the hard part it's like like if you make music if you teach if you preach if you you know do video you know you know you do production you do anything like that like that is going to lead to like moments of pride I don't, I don't know if that's ever going to like go away. It's a matter of like, yeah. it's like the, the temptation becomes real. And then it's what do you do with that temptation? It's like, how do you fight against that temptation? My name is Rhett. I'm here with Dr. Benjamin Chartrand. Doctor? <laughs> He's not a doctor. Mr. Chartrand. <laughs> Mr. Chartrand. Yes. Maybe someday yeah. I'll be a doctor. Maybe. Keep cranking away at school. Are we talking like MD like yeah, or PhD? PhD yeah. Medical doctor? No, like, like, like biblical doctor. Who knows? What if I become a medical doctor one day? <laughs> I just decide like in my 50s or in my... 40s that i want to go back to school and i go to be a medical doctor (laughs) that would be crazy do you i mean right now in your schooling have you do you have like some medical you have like some medical experience yeah no i was a x-ray tech for like four years so that i mean that could give you a head start yeah your md yeah i mean it's a little bit of a head start but (laughs) it would probably i would probably have to uh go back on a lot more and uh, uh refresh but yeah. yeah, I have a lot of medical knowledge. So we're here with someday maybe he'll be a doctor. <laughs> I thought about it. I, I actually thought about it. Um, and there's a med school right down the, the road in yeah. Clearwater. Yeah. It's like new, uh, Nova Southeastern University. Yeah. But they don't have an MD program. They have a DO program, okay. which is you're still a doctor. Yeah. So like what if I just ended up at Nova Southeastern University? Yeah. No, but someday, someday. Maybe. What do you what do you currently do? I'm in seminary, so I'm going to get my master of divinity and uh getting that I changed my major recently oh, uh, yeah? to biblical counseling. Oh, that's right. You told so, me about that. Um but and then I've wanted to get my PhD, so yeah. may, maybe I'll be a doctor maybe one someday. day. Someday. <laughs> but right now he's you're going to school for that. You're mm-hmm. also teaching in school. You teach Bible. Mhm at uh calvary calvary christian high school yep cchs yep it's legit it's fun i like it yeah yeah it's been really good cool yeah what are you up to uh what am i up to doing stuff like this kind of kind of a slacker what does like a day-to-day look like because i i mean i know you've been doing this yeah like creative stuff but what does that look like it's kind of wild man because yeah i've i just stopped working full-time at a coffee shop um, so now I'm only at a coffee shop on Saturdays and then I'm doing full time kind of like video production stuff. And so, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of a mixed bag right now, but mm-hmm. it's fun. Cause like stuff like this, actually, I count this as part of my work day. Cause it's like, I'm still like exercising. Like if my job was like working out, mm-hmm. like part of what I'd need to do on a daily basis is like work out. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I've tried to incorporate some like creative things that are just fun, creative things mm-hmm. just to like kind of keep my muscles fresh. That makes sense. Yeah, no, that's cool. So it's kind of fun because yeah, like stuff like this can be like is technically like I count it as part of my work week. Mm-hmm. But um, but also I have like a couple like reoccurring clients that I just have kind of consistent work from. 
So I try and like schedule that like at the front of my week or just like to have days that I do that like early and then other clients are kind of just like random projects. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just put those. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of like one time yeah, projects. Yeah. And mm-hmm. or like one time projects that just kind of get stretched mm-hmm. over a time. So it's like, well, I, yeah. I only technically do that for like two hours a week, but mm-hmm. it's like, and it kind of has an endpoint at some point. So yeah. And then I don't know. It's kind of a mixed bag. I don't have a good rhythm yet because I've only been mm-hmm. doing it for like full time for like a month. So. Yeah. Hasn't been too long. Yeah. I get what you're saying though. Like, uh, like over the years, like growing up, like doing creative stuff, like with like videos and me and my friends used to like do a lot of skits and stuff. Yeah. Like when we were like middle school or like ninth grade, yeah. like we would like take our video camera or our phones or whatever and go out and shoot videos, but like have a whole script and everything. And yeah. just from like doing fun, silly stuff like that, I feel like I became okay and decent yeah. at video editing yeah, and like, totally. and like doing a whole production right. thing which because that's like what i learned that's why that's why i'm kind of making it a priority to do fun things mm-hmm. because i every time i do something fun i'm like actually learning and mm-hmm. getting better at my skill so you grow more efficient yeah and then i go and do like mm-hmm. video editing for somebody else or go shoot something for somebody else and i'm like i'm like using and implementing things i learned mm-hmm. while just doing fun stuff just so it's kind of like i don't know it, it's kind of like a win-win. Mm-hmm. It's like, first of all, it's boosting my creativity mm-hmm. and making me more energized to actually do yeah. it. And I'm actually still like learning stuff while mm-hmm. I'm doing it. So it's, it's kind of cool. <laughs> it's really that fun, is really cool. Honestly. I like that. I feel like the last three weeks, dude, have been so fun. Um, yeah, just like so fun. I've done more video stuff in the last three weeks than like mm-hmm. I've ever done. And so it's kind of cool. And I was just thinking too, like the last three weeks have been testament to like, uh, I just stopped going to school or like I was going to art art school studying film. I did only one semester of actual film, which is kind of crazy. But at the end of that, I was kind of like, yeah, I think I'm like done with art school. I I was like, I don't think I need this more. I think I could Mm -hmm. go into this professionally and be growing as much as if I stayed in school, if not more. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I could be making money Mm -hmm. doing this. And And you're getting hands-on experience while doing it. Yeah, exactly. So, and I feel like the last like, seven months while preparing to like be doing this and like while trying to get close to like doing this full time Mm -hmm. it feels like it's been like uh i've like started questioning i'm like actually am i Mm because it's like uh, weeks aren't spent just doing video work it's like a lot of trying to get video work you know Mm -hmm. so uh but i don't know the last three weeks has just been like dude i'm like literally i'm like working in my field Mm -hmm. and i'm like doing more video stuff than i was doing going to video school so I was like, this is kind of awesome. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. I, I feel like for me, like, like I, I don't discipline myself to do stuff like that enough to where like when I am doing it, I, I'm growing, Yeah. but like I'm not doing it enough in order to like grow at a good rate to where I could do it more like totally. full time, like, yeah. and like actually make money doing it. Yeah. But if I were to like do it more, I feel like, like. I would be able to grow a lot just from the little bit of experience I've had and be able to do it. Yeah. But it's so fun. Like I just yeah. have fun doing it. And so like, I feel like we should talk about that more. I feel like, I don't know. I could probably find. Yeah. No, uh, seriously. Find some jobs for you or incorporate you in some jobs. Cause yeah, it's definitely, it helps the discipline of like when it's like your work, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's almost like that's almost why it's more beneficial for me right now doing it as work as mm-hmm. opposed to doing it as school yeah because at school it's just like well it just becomes another project and there's not mm-hmm. really any 
any weight to it. And the, yeah. I was you're going, doing it for a grade. Yeah, rather and than... I was going to a pretty like it was a pretty artsy art school. And so, honestly, a lot of the assignments were just so vague. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, this is not pushing me yeah. <laughs> at all. And the teachers are just kind of all like, oh, yeah, it's like, you obviously did the work. So yeah. it's like good. And I'm like, but did I accomplish That's so weird. anything? Yeah. I don't feel like I accomplished anything. So yeah. I feel like working with specific clients, I have specific goals that like need a specific way, specific mm-hmm. time frame, all of the specific, the specificity. Oh, my gosh. Specificity. All the specificity. <laughs> uh helps a lot mm-hmm. helps especially a lot so yeah this is actually not what we're talking about but that was a good little caveat conversation uh but what we are talking about i don't know this feels like a hard segue i feel like i should have fi- tried to find a natural segue in there now but I'm i like, like how okay, we're just here talking let's switch everything up all right so today our topic is talking about oh man i had a good way to describe it but now i'm like losing it a little bit um so how can you pursue music while being a Christian? Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think if there's a, a better way to frame that as far as like conversation aspect goes. But like, I think, and what you were challenging at the when before we even started was, is there something innately not Christian about pursuing music? And I think the idea of pursuing music, also just pursuing. Um, some form of other like art form or medium or something like that. But I think something about being a musician, I think here's what I think is like innately like just being a musician like leads to like pride Mm -hmm. is the fact that the only way to grow and to uh, uh, what you're seeking after as a musician is growing your audience, Mm -hmm. right? And you're growing your audience not for a business, not for anything else. You're growing your audience for yourself. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of has this innately uh, selfish disposition, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. And so I think that's where the danger can fall in is like, oh, it seems like my whole goal as an artist is to grow my reach. But me growing my reach is growing the amount of people that are looking at me mm-hmm. specifically, you know? So like, I think that compared to like a business, it's like, well, you're, you're trying to get your business to grow. It's like eyes are off you primarily, mm-hmm. you know? And not that like same pitfalls of pride can't happen there. But I think that's something that sets like being a musician mm-hmm. kind of distinctly aside. And like, I think people would recognize like, oh yeah, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a self game. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like that's a little bit dangerous, but I don't know. Do you have any initial... I don't know. I think there's a lot to talk about, but I know for me being a musician, being in, in, I've been doing music for a long time. Like my whole family has been pretty musical, like since I was a young kid. And so like whenever it comes to doing music or even, you know, in youth group, I would, I grew up playing in the band, playing, uh, you know, in the church band even today and then also making my own music on the side it's so easy to like to cross the line of where this is unhealthy because it's like you're pointing to yourself i don't know why but like i feel like anything that that is artistic can easily be turned into like look at what i've made what look at what i've created yeah i think that's just like because art can be such a powerful tool to glorify God. 
And so I think Satan wants to twist whatever can be the greatest tool to point to God. Like, I mean, I think about, you know, what, what things does Satan hate? He hates marriage. He hates family. And so because family marriage is, uh, the picture of Christ in the church. So he tries to twist that the most and tries to really attack that. So like anything that can have a, have a way to point to God, uh, a way to glorify him. He wants to turn into something else. I don't know. I feel like that's probably part of the background reason why music can be so like it can suck you into being a thing about pride, thing about yourself. Cause like you put the work in, you put in a lot of, you know, time and, and I mean, you know, when you make music, hopefully you're making music that you enjoy. Yeah. So like when you enjoy it and you're like grooving to your own music and you're like, Ooh, look, look at what I made. Look at what I did. It's like, I don't know. It's like so easy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know the song from need to breathe. Oh, what is it called? It's like one of the most popular songs, but I realized like after listening to it, like for like a year, all of a sudden I realized like, wait, this is sarcastic, Mm. which I think is so brilliant. But it's like, it's like a man like looks up at the sky and then looks down at his hands and he Mm -hmm. says, oh, it's called Difference Maker. He's like, I am a difference maker. I've not heard it. You've probably heard it. Okay. But I think it's one of the more popular songs, but Mm -hmm. he, it's like, he looks up at the clouds and he looks down at his hands and he says, I am a difference maker. Mm. And so he, it's like, how can a guy like look at everything on earth yeah. and then look down at his own hands and what he's done and mm. be like, I'm a difference maker. Because if you mm. actually look at the scale of everything, yeah. it's like, dude, you've done nothing. Yeah. So, and so it's like, how in the world can mm. we like, how does like pride just like come out of us? It's yeah. just crazy, man. Because it's like, mm-hmm. it really should be humbling when yeah. we look at our work compared to what actually is Mm -hmm. and like god's handiwork and it should be humbling to be like oh the song i made is like cool but it's like it's like nothing compared to like everything i think culture also like i mean you know think about the most uh loved people in our society yeah they're musicians they're like you know artists yeah and like people have billions and billions of of listens and fans and so when like i think it trains us to also think of it like as Mm -hmm. a as like a you know it's a show for me i i don't know like there's so much that plays into it like but like the the power behind music is so like it's there like there's so much power behind it i don't know influence i feel like if you make music and you are good at making music you have influence yeah and having influence Mm -hmm. is power and power is something easy to lust after it's easy to lust after influence it's easy to want like all that for yourself right and so i feel like music also plays into that like that part of us that you want that influence yeah because music's deep it's beautiful it's it's it can change emotions. It can it can do all kinds of stuff. Yeah. All right, hold up. Do you like this podcast? And have you considered starting a podcast of your own but not knowing where to start? 
At Lucive Studios, we love helping people start podcasts, whether that's walking you through step-by-step, empowering you to do the podcast on your own, or whether it's doing all the heavy lifting for you. If you're ready to start your podcast, we'd love to talk to you. Our number and email are right there in the description, or you can check us out at lucivestudios.com. And I mean, like I do a little bit of music, do a little bit of video, or I do a little bit of like all sorts of things, but in mm-hmm. like my purest moments of it, as an artist, whether that be a videographer or a musician, I think it really is with the desire to use that influence for good. Mm-hmm. Cause I think that is, it's like, well, why, why do I even want to create something yeah. that like is, is mm-hmm. like a good quality and that like yeah. somebody would want to listen to that like would like why do I want to create something that's so attractive that masses would want to listen to it mm-hmm. or like look at it? And it's like, because I want I want that. I want to be able to divert that attention and point that attention to God. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like, I want to actually like help people and encourage people mm-hmm. and like show the gospel to people in a new way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but I think, I think, I think that's the key. So like right. uh, your, what was the question like that we're trying to aim at? I think you said like, how can you make music and like basically steer it away from the pride? Yeah. I think you're getting to that. Like, right. like if you can honestly say from a deep down place in your heart right. that I want to do this for good. Sure. And that, that is like the driving force behind it, even right. in the ups and downs of, Oh, my pride is starting to get a little bit there. It's like, as long as that, is always subsided by like the real genuine desire right. to make something glorifying to God. Right. Then I think, you Which, know, and I think like with that, I'm saying like, yes, I think that is like the goal. I think for me though, I'm saying like, yeah, my purest moments have that goal, mm-hmm. but like they're so quickly and yeah. so easily tainted mm-hmm. by wrong motives yeah, and by like me wanting the, the attention on me yeah and like me looking at my hands and just being like man i am awesome and yeah. looking at my work and just being like i am awesome mm-hmm. so i guess my counter question to that is like how in the world do we fight that i don't know like <laughs> i i have battled that forever and i feel like and i've you know i say this like all the time to myself and to others we've probably had a conversation about it where i'm like it doesn't matter what you do. Like pride is always there knocking at the door and it's like always trying to get control of whatever you're doing, whether like even for like a pastor, obviously like the, the role of a pastor is, is, you know, very good and very like holy and glorifying to God. But like that position can easily lead to pride. Right. Totally. But like, you know, what is the deep desire within the pastor that has, that has led him to this place? And is it helping him fight like in the moment, like that, those, you know, moments of pride, right? Like, I mean, it's cause they're, those moments are always going to come. Totally. That's the hard part. It's like, like if you make music, if you teach, if you preach, if you, you know, do video, you know, you know, you do production, you do anything like that. Like that is going to lead to like moments of pride. Right. I don't, and I don't, I don't know if that's ever going to like go away. It's a matter of like, it's like the, the temptation becomes real. And then 
it's what do you do with that temptation? It's like, how do you fight against that temptation and try to kill it while it consistently bubbles up again and again and again, you know, putting on different masks, putting on different, you know, faces that when it comes up, it's like, you know, oh, you know, it's easy to justify because it may look a little different in a different moment. Yeah. Harder to recognize. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I think, I think like three months ago, maybe six months ago, I don't know, over the last year, my kind of disposition has been like, I think that the only way to fight it is to run from it, mm-hmm. to run from fame, to run from. And so like w- literally whatever it takes, like if it takes me not being a musician, not making videos or mm-hmm. like only making certain types of videos or like whatever it's, mm-hmm. like, whatever it takes to be out of the spotlight. I was like, I think that's the only way to fight it. Uh, but I don't think that's true. I think, or I think, yeah, over the last few months, I'm realizing like that exact thing of like, no, literally pride seeps in no matter where you're mm-hmm. at in your life. And so I'm like, that, that just can't be the only answer. So, but I do think, and I don't want to shy away from that. Like, I don't want to write that off. I think we should have more of a fear of fame and, uh, and like putting ourselves on a pedestal than we mm-hmm. do. Like, I think... I'm thinking about, um, is it in Titus or Second Timothy, where it's talking about like a pastor. It's like a new believer shouldn't become a yeah, pastor. because he'll fall under the same judgment that Satan did. Yeah. Basically saying, pride. like, what is Satan's first sin? It, right. Like, it's pride. And I think that's showing that there is a certain role that a human can't handle at a mm-hmm. certain point in their life. Yeah. Right? And so I think we should be really, like... Uh, fearful honestly mm-hmm. of like is this actually the time in my life when i can handle yeah having a pedestal ha- being like yeah. n- notable being famous or even like just having like done like really excellent work to some extent mm-hmm. right because i'm thinking about like 23 year olds that have created a so-called masterpiece and yeah. it's like i don't know that they're in a good place in their life to actually handle that yeah. kind of praise um and so to me i'm like i think we really should be fearful mm-hmm. of that um I agree. but yeah. second to that I think about the the Christian artists that have benefited and like affected my walk with God mm-hmm. so beautifully. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think about like Triple E, and I'm like, mm-hmm. guy was like 20, 20 in his early twenties when he was making music, and he was making music all about Jesus, man. Yeah. And like his music has affected my life so powerfully. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking about like some young pastors that have been involved in my walk with God. Thinking about. Um, even just like just a bunch of Christian artists like have really affected my life. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, what if they would have just been so scared to like Mm. make something uh, that they didn't do it? You know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, because well, of pride, because I it's feel easy. like that's because of pride. They're like, yeah, I don't want to do this because it's going to turn out. Yeah, it's scary. It's yeah. like, I'm afraid of myself. Yeah, like, totally. So I think I think what if they wouldn't have made something? And so I'm like, you know, honestly, I've been really blessed mm-hmm. by God to know a certain amount of things and to like have a certain amount of uh just experience that like some people don't have mm-hmm. and so like as an artist i feel like i have the ability to share that and to communicate that to certain mm-hmm. people in certain yeah. ways and so i'm like i don't think that i should just avoid that at all cost mm-hmm. i think i should just walk forward with a healthy fear and also with an insane amount of prayer yeah um that like oh there's a buzz. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, I have honey. It's my dog. 
Uh, we're uh, recording a podcast. I love you. Right. We're in the middle of it right now. All right. Love you. Bye. Nice. <laughs> Sorry. There was the phone call. Hey, you got to, an- when your wife calls, you got to answer. answer. It's like, <laughs> you have to. So, so that was a little example right there. There yeah. you go. Yeah. yeah. Keeping it humble. <laughs> keeping it humble. That's good, bro. I have no idea what I was saying. Uh, you were saying like people who have influenced you, like if they were afraid, if they were to back out. And I agree. Like, like, I mean, like there's been so much that I've backed out of doing. Yeah. Because of fear of like myself. Sure. Like fear that like I can't measure up. Sure. Because like I'm sinful. Like and I'm aware I'm I'm hyper aware of yeah. how sinful I am. And and sometimes that's like good, sometimes it's really bad. Like yeah. because it's easy to look at like, you know, myself ten times in the mirror and then like look at God once and mm-hmm. that's like the famous quote, I forget who said it, but um, you know, somebody in church history, like John Owen or something. I, I think it was maybe John Owen. Oh yeah. I don't know if I'm right on that, but, uh, he was like, every time you look at yourself once in the mirror, like take 10 lo- good looks ten at God. God. Wow. And so it's like, like I often don't really do that. I'm just in scripture for that. Yeah. No. Yeah. And, and so like, it's easy to be afraid of yourself and your own pride and not accomplish anything for the kingdom. Yeah. But like, if you, you know, pray that prayer of like, of like, Lord, I'm going to do this and help it all to be for you. And like, let that be the driving position of what you're doing. Then like always fall back on that. So like, I think, I think when it comes to making art, like music or, or anything like the stuff you're doing, it's like, what is your, you know, foundational conviction? Yeah. And are you going to stick to that conviction? Like if, if you've made your conviction, I am only going to write Christian lyrics. Like I'm, or I'm only going to write music based out of the Psalms. Sure. Like don't diverge from that conviction. Yeah. Cause then you can always fall back on that. Like I'm making this for the Lord. Right. I'm not making this for Which, anything. And I else. guess just as like my final thought, I feel like my conviction as an artist is that no matter what, I don't think an art project I'm doing is going to be as important as just having a conversation with like a brother Mm -hmm. or uh, going to church Mm -hmm. or like doing something else in my spiritual walk. Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's kind of like the conviction I've, I've been holding because I think like two years ago I would have been like, no, my mission for God is this art thing. Mm -hmm. And I was missing so many opportunities just like Christians around me and sisters and like so many opportunities to like love the people around me. And I'm just like, I think over the last two years, I've just kind of realized like, uh, no, like my art at no point is like the mission. Like the mission is the people around me. And so I think like my conviction going forward as an artist is just like, I want to be no matter what, open-handed with any project i'm on Mm -hmm. to like drop it at a second's notice Mm -hmm. in order to love somebody else around me and so it's like that's how i want to proceed as an artist Mm -hmm. and i just want to i just want to hold to that like literally no matter how big the project yeah and i'm thinking like that's so like while i'm working with little projects it's like i just want to be really really willing to ditch them yeah in a moment's notice you know and so and i want to continue that habit and uh you know 
perhaps God will bless me with a project that's very large. Yeah. But then hopefully I'll have built up a habit to where, you know, if I need to, I can just, I can even drop something like that. Yeah. So that open hand, no, yeah, yeah. that open handedness I think is key. It's like, you know, what is the, the, the proverb or in Ecclesiastes, I, I forget where it's at, but it's like, you know, he who, um, what, like the guy in the watchtower, like if he watches all night, like, but the Lord is not like there with him or watching, then yeah. like he watches in vain. Mm-hmm. What, how does it go? Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. It's like, um, he who builds the house, like without the Lord, yeah. like without the, the blessing of the Lord is yeah. building in vain. Yeah. Basically like if we are trying to build our own, you know, kingdom or yeah. our own right. foundation without the blessing of the Lord, then it's all in vain. Totally. So it's like open handed, like, totally. like Lord, if I'm going to do this, like, please lead me to understand that this is where you're leading me and what you want. And then also like bless it just like, yeah. do what you want to do with it and make it not for me not not for my glory not for you know someone else's glory but for your glory yeah, so totally. i think just having that conviction that that kind of open-handedness is key yeah well thanks for joining us if you have any questions about video editing video production uh you can check us out at lucidstudios.com or send us an email call us um that's it thanks for having me